Welcome to GSA 101, brought to you by Elevate GSA, where we turn GovSpeak into a language you speak. My name is Hannah Stress, and I have Colin Hertzel here with me today, and we're going to be breaking down the commercial sales practice document. So this document causes a lot of confusion, and rightfully so, for a lot of GSA vendors. Uh, it's rather short, so we're going to break this down kind of piece by piece. The top portion contains some basic information, just total sales, total gross sales, that you've completed in the last fiscal year, along with the beginning and end dates for that fiscal year. That's right. The next section, um, if you're a current GSA vendor, you're going to input the amount of sales you reported to GSA for each SIN that you have awarded in your GSA schedule. However, if you're a new offer submitting for a GSA contract for the first time, you're going to go ahead and put the SINs that you're pursuing and the amount that you hope to sell through each SIN. All right, question three is just ensuring that you're aware that you need to give the government the best discount possible. So mark yes for that one. And then the chart that you see next is really where people's heads start to spin. It's really simple. Um, this is where you're disclosing your commercial sales practices. This is where the document gets its name. So if you have a most favored customer, that is a specific customer that you always give a special discount to, here is where you disclose that. Okay, so say you always sell your ice cream cones to Walmart for 10% off your normal commercial prices. This is the chart where you're going to stick all of this information in. So the customer would be Walmart. The discount would be 10%. And if you give Walmart an additional quantity volume discount, such as another like 2% for orders over 100 cones, you would input that in the quantity volume cell. The FOB term details who pays for shipping, the customer or you, the seller. If the customer pays it, the FOB term is origin. If you, the seller, covered that in your price, the term would be destination. The last cell will detail any other special concessions you give to this special customer. In this most favored customer relationship, this MFC relationship that you're disclosing here, is supposed to describe the absolute best deal that you give to anyone. That includes dealers and distributors. So essentially what you're describing here is your absolute commercial price floor. And GSA is going to require a discount off of those rates. So here you're defining the relationship between your commercial price floor and your GSA price ceiling. So if there are ever any changes to that relationship, like a new most favored customer or a new person that you're giving a significant discount to, this document is going to be updated so that you can make sure that you're maintaining that correct relationship to your GSA pricing. Yeah, and this is a document you're going to be uploading with every single modification request that you ever make to your contract. So if you need to update it, there are ample opportunities to do so, basically. And if you do have an MFC, you will also need to input that information in the price proposal template. It's the big Excel spreadsheet that details your GSA pricing and how you arrived at those rates. Um, if you happen to be a vendor that doesn't have one of these most favored customer relationships and you just sell to everyone at MSRP, your chart is going to look a little different. So your standard commercial rates that you're charging to everyone, in this left category, you're going to put all commercial customers for the customer name. You're going to put 0% for the discount, 
not applicable for the next cell, and then destination in FOB and none for concessions. So just to reiterate, the CSP document does not detail your GSA discounts. It only dives into your commercial, aka non-GSA, sales practices. So you're not going to put any of that information from your, you know, price proposal template, you know, with your GSA percent off, all that jazz, leave it out. That doesn't go in this document at all. This is just commercial. Right. And if you feel like disclosing this is going to put you in some significant bind that makes you unable to effectively work inside of GSA, you may be interested in the TDR program. Check out our podcast on the TDR program to find out whether or not you might be eligible. And then if so, what the requirements are of that program, because it may eliminate your need to disclose this to the government at all. And as always, if you have any questions or requests for a future topic for us to cover, please feel free to reach out to us at podcast at elevategsa.com. Thanks for listening.